Hello and welcome to tonight's Round 6 League All About It show brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. Right, an absolutely jam-packed show. Kind of put it back a little bit later this evening at 9 o'clock so we get a lot more details crammed into about 20 minutes of action. If you don't get a chance to listen to all the results in the Hollywood Development Leagues, do listen to the podcast. If you can't watch it, listen. If you can't see the Cleaning Doctor logo, listen to it. And back on patreon.com forward slash Laird and Prayer. If you want to support the podcast, please do so there. Right, let's start with the usual. I will get into the, all the results. I will talk to you about what happened and a bit of uh, performance, of the, performance of the night. Probably I could possibly make it into game of the weekend, the way the result went. A fantastic game in Huntsdown. Maybe that might be the best game of the weekend. Maybe will it be performance of the weekend? I don't know. There's a couple of really good performances there, um, and let me see. Yeah, there'll be a couple of teams throughout as well. A couple of hundred uh, percent records gone tonight, and hundred percent records still remain intact. Okay, right. Starting off, new time division one. We'll start. This was a Friday night game or Saturday night game, was it? Cooley Kickham's one thirteen. Newtown Blues. 2-13, so big fight back there from Cooley in that game. I will tell you who got the Blues goals in a short while. The Pats, they got a badly needed 1-12 to 1-4 victory at home to the Dreadnoughts. Remember those two teams used to play in senior finals? A lot of those players still remain, and one of those was key in the second half in that game as well. Beckins and the Jocks, neighbours, they they straight up don't like each other. <laughs> I'm going to say that anyway, but um, a draw match, 11 points apiece, a lot of players missing. How good will those players be when they get back having played a full round of league? That's what a lot of people are kind of saying to me as well. And then a couple of other things as well, a lot of injuries, a lot of teams being really, really decimated also. RD, they beat the Brides, 116 to 110. The Mockers went into Hagerstown and came home with two points, 115 to nine against the Geraldines. Um, oh yeah, that's that's a really good victory. That's that's the only away victory in Division One today. Although the Blues won the other night as well. Sean Mahoney's day one one eleven to nine points on the point row today. I'll tell you the goal score and how the flow of that game went in a wee while. I'm gonna go straight to Division Three A. The Percy got a three fourteen to five point win over the Westerns. Big second half swing there. I'll tell you how much of a swing there was in that shortly. Lanlier. Drew with Glen Emmett or did Glen Emmett's draw with Lanlier? You'll find a one ten to two seven. Glen Emmett's got two seven, and yeah, the Miles and Glide. A lot of people let me know that that game is on on Tuesday night. Thanks very much for letting me know. Any information is 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 great. Um, and let me see as well. Yes, uh, Division Three B. The Knicks got the only away win. They beat Cahollan Gales two eight to two five. Still waiting on Cahollan Gales goal scorers and teams. If you want to send that, send me in that. Got this to Bannon team. They won early on. A, a really good footballers returned to them and really good in their victory. They beat uh, the Tones 10 points to 1 5. The Mitchells, they beat Dowdles Hill 2 16 to 7. Waiting on the Dowdles Hill team and scores also. And I'm in a one point winner. I'll tell you who kicked that winner. 113 to 112 point win. One point win over the Shans. And I'll tell you who kicked that winner in a few minutes. And then. The five o'clock games in Division Two, um, but there was a game on on Friday night. The Gales and the O'Connells. The Gales remain 
top of the table, one fourteen to two three winners. I'll tell you who got the bulk of the scores. I'll tell you who got the O'Connell's goal scores. You probably know though already who got the goals. The clans three ten, the Joes thirteen points. Another good win for the clans after I think they were beaten last week. The, uh, the Docking Ireland's two twelve, Roach one ten. Good win for the Ireland there on the march. I'll tell you who got their goals as well. Um, Huddersfield and the Rahalis. What a game. So much to get into there. Huddersfield 3 12, the Rahalis 4 9. I might have that score the wrong way around um, on the artwork that I send out. And then the Kevins. Good victory. 114 to 112 over Kilkerley at home in Phillipstown. All home teams got a point or a result this weekend in Division 2. With Finbard and the Plunkets going to play in Tuesday. That looks like a, a, a bottom of Division 2 clash. Where do you want to begin? Where, which which will division will we talk about first? Also, yeah, I will, as well as giving performances of the week, I will tell you how the table lies as well. I might just get some tables up for later on in the week as well. I think I might go um, to start in the start in division one. I'll go with the uh, with the first division um, and Cooley and the Blues. This was some comeback for Cooley, I have to say, and they very nearly pulled it off. The Blues led 2-5 to no score and a blistering start. That man, Ross Nally, really good footballer. He hit 2-8 overall on the night. But Cooley came right back into it. Keen Connor got a goal um, just to pull it back before half-time and they went in a score run. He got he finished in 1-7. Um, the Gooch was in the corner. He's lined out in the corner of the team, Richard Brown. He finished with two points in the fight back as well. Um, but Robert Carr kicked a couple of points and John Camo just eased the Blues' nerve to get them over the line to see them. I think they are top of the table outright. Yeah, they are. They have eight points. No, ten points, you should say. They, draw, they drew two games and won four. Okay, I'll talk about the tables at the end. I'll continue to go on. And the Moctis, they beat the, the Geraldines. Um, interesting uh, line-out of the team. Ben on Corrigan was named the full-back. They laid on the 20-player playing very well. And he was obviously there to pick up Decky. Decky hit seven points in the display in that win. Nearly half the scores for the Moctis. He... Um, he um, was well marshaled, I presume, um, but Curran got a score. James Craven came back and he returned with a point for the for the Geraldines. But it wasn't me to not wasn't enough for the Geraldines to get back into it. Mock just kind of took control right in the middle of the field. Eamon O'Neill, Amo got the last point and had to make it nine five, and then they just continued that relentless pressure. Despite good play from Sean Callan and Shane Rogers, they got a couple of points, a couple of juices, and but Jerry Garland, yeah, he got the goal in that second half to push. They um, pushed the Moctis over the line. Uh, so Ben O'Connor got a point, and Paul Clark, another member of the Jairus full back line, they got a score also. Um, Ardy and the Brides. This was a really, really uh, interesting tie. The Brides going, pushing up the top of the table. Um, first loss in a while. They were they had a great chance. Paddy Riley, the penalty to put them seven points ahead at the, in the end of the first half, and he missed it, and Ardy came back. Ronan Carroll struck 1-3. The Matthews brothers, Dean and Shane, are back playing for RD and they both scored. I think Shane got three points. Uh, Dark Clark, he got three points as well. And then we got another point, uh, another three points. Uh, Carl Gillespie, he got three points as well. So RD can score. They turned it on in the second half to come back and win. The Pats, I mentioned the, the man, the, the, a lot of Joe Ward medals. He was key in the second half. Low scoring first time, it was five of... 4-2 in the first half yeah but that might be right 
but it was um, Tiger Connor got the first half points with Aidan McCann. He got one two in the second half. You're going to see the dreadnoughts off uh, at home in Lordship. Pat Lynch, postman Pat, he got a goal for for the dreadnoughts for the Clark Head side. Um, Pepe and Dean Highland. Then that big tussle in uh, Bewley. Uh, Mark Holohan had a good game of Connor back um, or Mark and. Connor Whelan, but Connor Whelan still finished with four points. Tom Gray with two, and Thomas Clark as well got scored. But it was like the Feckins were 11 9 down, and Niall McDonald comes up the field and hits two frees, two pressure frees. He's really good at them. He pings them, and he got the leveler. Um, probably a fair result. Ryan Walsh got a couple of scores, and he got six. But uh, yeah, another goalkeeper, Crouchy, he got a point as well. So all about scoring goalkeepers in Bewley. That thing, yeah, sorry, no, the Mahonies as well. They got a big win. If they win that game in hand again, the Feckins, they go right up there on eight points underneath the uh, the Blues as well in that cluster. They were, uh, they got the better start in the first half. Um, the usual uh, killer and Ben McLaughlin with a couple of points to lead 6-4. Mark hit five points in a row either side of half time. But Finney Smith got a goal that just put a bridge too far on Matt O'Glean Flynn performed very well. Ben McKenna, Ushie McKenna got scored. But um, Eddie Maguire, another scoring goalkeeper. He got two points, 45 and a long range free for that crucial win at home for the Mannies. Right, let's go on to Division 2. Another sheet of paper. Um, let me see. Just want to check in and see last week the mic was gone yeah no all good in the microphone this weekend um the coverage brought to you by the cleaning doctor and uh, sterling cleaning services in Laird of and check them out i know a lot of you have uh, don't worry the next i'll get to the next now in a second in 3b um i, I haven't done I, look i'll go straight to the next now they uh, they won their 100% record remains intact but i'll get to the tables in the finish um, they had a win. Hayden Quinn, he got another goal. Imagine him a couple of weeks ago. He got a goal along with other youngster, Fionn Maher. They led 1-5. I think actually maybe they trailed 1-5 to 1-2 at halftime. Came back in the second half. And I think Hayden Quinn got the first half goal. But another good win for the Knicks. And they'll, fa- they'll play each other next weekend. Knicks and Stabannon. Stabannon. 13 men Stabannon beat the Tones at home on Friday night. Um Harry Butley retorted, he kicked six points. Bobby Butley was on the 40. Um, Ivor Kelly got the goal at the start of the second half to bring the tones right back into it. But they just couldn't force enough pressure um, despite the numerical advantage. And uh, it's a good win for Sabanon. Uh, really battling win. Uh, Sean Reynolds got a couple of points as well. Um, and yeah, in who else? Yeah, 3B, the other game, the earlier game in the weekend. John Gallagher and Jake Gillespie. What a signing he's been for the Mitchells. They, they had a big win. Sorry, that was on this morning as well. That was an early game on Sunday. Gallagher finished 1-5. Uh, Jake Gillespie 1-2. Waiting on the Mitchells or the Dowdlers team and scored. Mitchells are waiting. They're only one point off. They're waiting in the wings for someone to slip up above them and kind of get back into that hunt for promotion. Um, I think they're being coached at the moment or maybe um, the rumours has it that another Mitchell, Maraclou Mitchell, uh, top forward, named Tommy Freeman's out there training their forward. So, Jesus... Watch out if you're playing the Mitchells the way. There's so many good forwards already, but we've been taught with that knowledge. Um, it's, it's it bodes well. bodes well. I should have want to hear about it when anyone mentions Mara Clune. Uh, big game, big win for Annamon and Rovers. Another win, their second win of the season, and they got it over the Shawns. The Shawns battled quite well. Um, Peter Osborne got the goal. Tony Kelly got four points. We mentioned Colin Curran. He's back. He got a point this weekend. 
But uh, Dwayne Mark, he got got the goal for um, Anna and the winner kicked by James O'Connor. Put the one point win, slender win, sweet win for Anna Menon. And then we go back up to 3A and we'll finish with uh, Division 2. Napierce got a win over uh, the Westerns, but it wasn't plain sailing. They were only 1-5-5 five to five ahead of half time. Patrick Curley with two points. Anthony Dornan with three points. Curley's playing well this season for the Westerns. Robert Murray got a goal before going off injured. Got the first half goal. Tommy Muckian and Michal Begley got the second half goals for the Napierce. And Begley finishing 1-5 and finish. He's a good player. Good footballer. But then a really good game. It looks like it's the first drop points of the season. For Glen Emmets in probably any any game this season, they were uh, two three two five to three ahead at half time, um, eight points eight point margin. They were well in the driving seat, but Darren Malone goal in the, thirteen minutes into the second half got the right back into that contest, and they should have won it. Done there, they had three wides and towards in the finish. Um, I just actually ha- just want to check the goal scorers for. I thought I had it on my piece of paper. I'll check on the computer and see who got the goals for, oh, should have guessed, Alex Carroll. And that man I mentioned last week, defender Tom Grimes, got the other goal for Glenn Emmett. So they still remain in a fairly com- com- uh, compromising, com- commanding position, I should say, at the top of the 3A league, despite the drop points. But Lenley are only two points off them now, and they're three ahead of Glyde, who play on Tuesday night. Thanks, everyone, for letting me know I had that wrong as well. Right, so Division 2, another 100% record team. And that's the Gales. They played earlier on in the weekend. And um, it was uh, it was it was an early start that, that, that boded well for the O'Connells. They got a goal. Sean Carnes burst through to lay off Keane Doyle, who's a great man to score a goal. Um, but uh, Barry Waters got a point to settle him. And it was five points to one, one and a half time. But points either side of half-time, two points for David McComish, either side of half-time, put the Gales right back into it. Outside the right boot, it was a nice point for McComish and another punched effort in the second half. But then Hannah got a goal after Thomas Cavanaugh was denied very well by Sean Connell. He's a good, good goalkeeper as well. Then Jackie McNamara, uh, I was going to say, Jackie Agnew got a, a goal, goal out scramble, finished that off, but... The Gales kind of were still in control and never panicked. Dylan McKeown got points and Paul McCrave as well. And I think Hannah might have got another one. And Luke Murray also. The Clans, they had a good win. But uh, Paul Martin got two goals. He was denied his hat-trick from Jordan Mackin, who's played, played well, played a good goalie. Um, Ushie McGinn, Stephen Caron in the starting side for the Joes. Craig Doherty had a great chance. He rattled the crossbar. He hit four points in the finish. Um, Conor Neary got a couple of scores well a good player Conor Neary um, for the Joes but he was short a lot short a lot of loud players also and a lot of injuries still and a lot of lads come back but the goal in the 60 minute from Robbie, Robbie Corrin put the clans in the drivers he gave them all the confidence and Paul Martin as well he got a couple of goals too to push the clans away from danger as well <laughs> the Irelanders they had another win as well um, at home I think it was yeah it was at home today um, wingers Carl Ferreter and Dean Maguire. Ferreter got the first goal uh, and then Dean Maguire got a late goal to push him over the line. Um, Barry O'Hare got top scored for the for the uh, Roach in typical fashion from Barry. Mark Bourne got a second half goal to bring him right back into it. Mickey McCourt, Kevin Callahan got scores as well for Roach. But it just wasn't to be enough. Ireland just had that little bit of an edge um, to out, especially at home. They're very, very hard to hard to beat. Um, I would talk about the Kevin's big win 
that's they're they're, they're going rightly there. That but um, just when you talk of Curly, we're going to hit a bit of form after last week's win over the clans. Uh, Vinton Brady got a goal. Fionn Comiskey got seven points. Um, the Kevin's fought back into it. Lee Crosby won six. And uh, Karen Martin got a couple of scores. Shane Mee got a score from defence. Paul Duff pushed on. So it was a good win. It was a comprehensive win, really, in the finish. Owen Smith got a score for Curly. But um, it, was, it was that was a big that was a big win like for the Kevins pushed them up there in the table they're they're right up there that's the third win of the season so uh, I, I know it was only two points in it but it was, it was a big win in terms of like establishing themselves because clearly a fairly um, fairly comprehensive side to be at that level you know and uh, it's it's a good win for the Kevins right we get talking about the the big one the game of the day in Hunterstown like. Ben Rogan had to level the game and you would have thought that's crazy um, that uh, Raleigh's come away with a point there because they were such a commanding position. They were 2-6 to 4 ahead. Um, Barry Franning got the first goal. Ben Rogan got a goal in the first half to put them 2-6 to 4 ahead at half time, like I said. Um, two sending-offs and a black card meant the Raleigh's finished with 12 men and they were scrambling, they were panicking. Alan Landy ignited the, the comeback for Hunterstown. Barry Flanning got a second goal in response, and then Owen um, Owen Moore got this the goal um, to kind of just kind of push them back into the lead. The rallies, but two goals in a flash from Paul Carey from the penalty spot, and Glenn Matthews um, had had a Hunterstown lead then to finish in that scramble at everything goals, a red cards, uh, sending offs, and uh, black cards. Well, Killian Corrin got a black card as well, but yeah, that's the way that finished. And uh, yeah, unbelievable game. I would have loved to win out, tipped over to Hunter and see how that went. Um, and seeing all the scores and like the rallies just love scoring goals, don't they? Um, let me see. Right, what way does the tables? The tables don't lie. And let's see. Um, yeah, the Blues are sitting pretty in the top of the table on ten points. Cooley are still down the bottom, but the Pats got a really big win today to push them off the bottom place with their first win of the season. So might, that might be a contender for. Um, performance of the day the Gales they're still on top they're one of three teams on um, yeah 100% record yeah just checking that for a second yeah there's three teams there's another te- two teams in Division 3B um, the Irelanders have pushed themselves right into that second place position as well they'll be hungry now and they'll, they'll, they'll hold on to that and try and keep pushing on the Plunkets play the Finbar in the bottom of the table clash Plunkers can level with the Finbars and drag them right back into it. Kilkerly, after opening win last week, uh, looks to be down the bottom there as well and possibly staying down there. The way results and form guides are going. I mentioned Glen Emmett at the top. They dropped the first point of the season. Lanier and behind and the Westerns are nestled at the bottom. The Malachys can kind of bridge a, bridge a good gap away from them with a win against the Glide who are joining the six points with Napiercy in third and fourth place in Division 3A of the Hollywood Developments League. Um, Division 3B, two teams at the top, Stavan and Parnells and the Knicks, 10 points apiece at the top of the table. Oh, sorry, they didn't know of a 100% record. The vote lost game. So it's only the, it's only the Dundalk Gales left with a 100% record across all four league divisions. Fair play to them. Um, the Shawns, they're nestled at the bottom of the table. But um, yeah, Stabannon and the next playoff against each other next week. I think that game is in Mullen. Gonna check now. Round seven next Sunday, three o'clock in Jimmy Prentony Park. Go down and have a look at that game. That will be a good one, three o'clock. So Sunday. I don't know what time it'll be on during the week. And I'm gonna have a roundup 
of the horn, I will be podcasting uh, more or less with a live with a reaction tomorrow to Loud's. Um, I was going to say Laurie Maher. Loud's uh, qualifier draw in the morning. We have really, really possibly the best draws, like the best teams in Ireland we could face. We could play Mayo, Armagh, Tyrone, all those big teams, and then Mead and Mon and our neighbours who we wouldn't mind a crack at as well. Claire are in there as well. Look at. I'd rather play a big, big team to be honest and get them. But I'll talk about that all in the morning after the the, the draw is made. Thanks very much for tuning in. I'm going to just, uh, before I mention the performance of the weekend, I'm going to mention the cleaning doctor who supports the podcast, um, external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. Windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios, and driveways. Aaron will clean them up for you and do a great job before and after foes, which are to die for as well. So let's see. Performance of the weekend. If I had a drum roll and fancy um, things, let me see. The Pats are, could be in there with a nomination. Um, the Mocktus Sparkling, um, the Hunter Center Rally Scale. I might have to give it to those two. Lanlear, possibly. Um, the next good win away from home. Um, there's only three away wins this weekend. I think I'm going to give it to Lanlear for taking the point off Glenn Emmett's. Possibly, even though they should have should have won it, three points, three three wides at the end. But uh, Darren Malone goal in the second half. Look, I'm going to give it to Lanlear to take to take that hundred percent record off Glenn Emmett's, who are very very good in that division all season. And might give them a bit of hope coming into that junior championship as well. Lanlear maybe putting their hands up now and getting themselves in position for a good run and a good tilt at that. Uh, other good results as well, I suppose the clans, the gales continue to keep that 100% uh, record to see how hard that is. Also the free-taking goalies as well, deserve a mention, Eddie Maguire, Craig Lynch and Donald. McDonald. But um, that's all for me. Thanks very much for tuning in. I'll have a podcast, like I said, in the morning. Do support patreon.com forward slash loud and proud to get all your results and lineups. So wins in Division 1 for the Blues, Pats, RD, Mocktas and Sean O'Mahony's, Beckins and Jocks, Drew, Division 2, the Gales, Clans, Irelanders, the Dawkins, Kevins, uh, all won. Huddersfield and Rahalis, Drew. The Piercy won in Division 3A. Lanlear and Glenemans, Drew. Knicks won. Sabanon, Mitchell's and Lennon won in Division 3B. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for tuning in. Sign up and listen to the whole lot back on patreon.com forward slash. Good luck. Bye-bye.